0: Hi, I'm Mecky. And I'm Tammy, and we're the hosts of Food with Politics. Yep, where Tam and I talk food, quick and easy recipes we love. And
1: politics, current events, and issues affecting our lives. Hey, Tam Tam. Hey, Mex, Mex, Mex Slays. What's going on, girl? How was your weekend? My weekend was the same. I know. What do they call it? Um, Groundhog's Day.
0: I oh, know it's kind of getting redundant how we keep asking each other how our weekends are.
1: <laughs> Last week I was happy you didn't ask me because groundhogs.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean this is now our second week in New York, and we're officially out of quarantine tomorrow. So, no, that's good. Yeah. Did I tell you about this? Is a funny story. So you know how I took up running when I was in South Carolina, mm-hmm. and I was like recording my time. I was doing this program. I just thought I was so good. Like I'd get out of the golf course and do the whole back area and I'd be sweating and no mask because nobody was there. It was just me. I was running. and I felt like a champ up early, had the dog with me. I tried that here and it was like 600 people in the park I had it with my mask on, sweating, just angry. Dash wasn't paying attention. Like I had, it was just so funny. I was like, why the hell is New York City like a, a city of overachievers? I'm up at six. People were up at five in the morning out there. So I'm like, I've kind of given up running for now because it's so hard doing the the mask and the running. So
1: Yeah, that's really hard. Running is difficult in itself because I told you that story about one time when I came home from college and I thought I was doing good running. No. Oh, I was out there by my mom's house running. Uh-huh. I thought I was doing really good. And this old man was me with all these old men. <laughs> this old man was like 70 years old. Like flies by me and is like good morning, like no breathing heavy or anything, and I was just like I was defeated. I was just like okay, is it funny.
0: I know it's like you have an image of yourself in your head, and then somebody just crushes that image. Yeah, that's say But anyways, um, so yeah, I guess we'll, we'll be adjusting to life back in New York. It's been, it's been okay. It's been decent. It was a shock at first, but it's it's getting better. Oh, that's good. Would you um what recipe are you going to share with us today?
1: Yeah, I wanted to share a vegan recipe that. Well, it's one of my go-to lunch specials that's really easy to make, Like, especially if you have, you know, sometimes you'll have a bunch of extra vegetables left in the fridge. When you Mm -hmm. have that, you can make this sandwich I'm going to describe for you guys. The biggest part that makes it really good though is Dave's killer bread.
0: Oh my God. Can I just tell you? We just discovered that in South Carolina. Actually, it was Elliot. Elliot discovered Dave's Killer Bread. And it's the, we do the one with the green packaging with, I think it's like the 20 seed one or whatever it is. Oh, yes. My gosh. It's the best bread. And I love Isaiah's. Isaiah's, is that what it is? The frozen one? Ezekiel. Sorry. Ezekiel. Biblical bread. Yo, Dave's. Yeah. That's the truth. <laughs> it's so good. That is the
1: truth. Dave's Killer Bread. And I get the same one, the one with all the seeds. I don't, I don't remember what color it is, but I get that one. And then I put hummus on, you can put it on one side or both sides of the bread. Put hummus on, and then I put bell peppers, red onions, spinach, black olives, any vegetables, just put them all in there. And then the last thing you do is, have you ever had that sweet chili sauce? Uh, I usually get it from the Asian store.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Drizzle that on the vegetables. Can you
0: toast the red or anything, or do you like
1: Telling you, roast the vegetables or, or saute them just as is, huh? Just as is. Hummus. Yeah, the hummus makes it as if you were putting mayonnaise on because it makes it really creamy. Okay, and then the vegetables give you that little crunch. Yeah. And then the sweet chili sauce gives it a little spice. And then the, the bread is kind of soft. Mm. It's, just, it's good. You should just try it. I'm going to try it. I want you to put exactly what you put on yours, though. Okay. Actually, I'm going to put it up on Instagram. So if anybody wants to try it, I'm going to put it up there with a nice picture. And please try it. I'm telling you, you guys, if you don't, you're, you're sleeping. All right, homie. So
0: let's get to the story of the day, topic of the day. And today... We're going to talk about Kamala Harris, right? Yeah. So last week, after it was announced that Kamala Harris was Biden's VP pick, predictably, it was the hot topic. And like you and I were talking about it, and I was like, girl, this is hotter than Cardi and Meg dropping one week before. Like, you know, it was like everybody was talking about it, obviously. So to that end, Tucker Carlson, who you know, I have very strong feelings about. He's just such a trash human being. Anyways, Tucker, last week, had Democratic political consultant richard goodstein on his show and they were talking about the newly picked pp kamala harris right in the segment that went viral that i saw and that we're going to talk about is tucker kept mispronouncing her name calling her kamala we've all done that like we, you know she's a sister she's black so we're like hey kamala hey girl like blacking up the name and so he just <laughs> kept doing that like right and he was corrected it's actually pronounced kamala and the accent is on on the first syllable it's not where he placed it And it's a common Hindu name and it means Lotus that her mother's Indian part, uh, Jamaican-American and then Indian-American. Right. Girl, you know, we had a good old laugh with this one. (laughs) (laughs) But for our listeners, you have to listen to this meltdown. This dude just gets, he he gets crazy. and He melts down because somebody was actually trying to correct him on her name. And I wish y'all can actually just watch it because it's so, so funny and so gratifying. But anyways, listen to this recording. Tucker, can I just say one quick thing? Because this is something that will serve you and your fellow um, hosts on Fox. Her name is pronounced comma, like the punctuation mark, la, Kamala. Okay. okay. Seriously, I've heard every sort Un- of Okay, So about- what? That's how it is, Uh-oh. Kamala. Okay. 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 Well, but that's, I think it's it out of respect for somebody who's going to be on the national ticket. Pronouncing her name right is actually okay. not. It's kind of a so bare I'm minima. disrespecting her by mispronouncing her name unintentionally. So it begins. You're not allowed to criticize Kamala Harris or Kamala Harris or whatever, Kamala. whatever. No, because no, of Kamala. Kamala Harris or no, whatever. Okay, look, I unintentionally mispronounced her name. Question. But I love the idea that she's immune from criticism. So let me restate my question. Let me because answer on this question. show nobody in it. power is immune from criticism. Our political leaders must be held to account. That's our job. Yo man, every time I hear that that recording, he's just so out of pocket. Like he just keeps it it doesn't even make sense. Like <laughs> Got so upset. And like the fact that he's like, we have to hold our political leaders to account. Like, what is he even talking about? He doesn't know. I mean,
1: if you get a chance, Google T- Tucker Carlson and Kamala Harris. His expressions are priceless. And it's like, dude, why are you so mad? I mean, the whole caucasity of it all, refusing to say her name correctly, then pivoting to, we have to hold our leaders accountable. What was he even talking about? I don't know, girl. <laughs> <laughs> So that happening last week was like a little gem because we talked about doing a show on names, specifically, quote unquote, ethnic names, names that aren't like Karen, Billy, Jimbo James. James. (laughs) I just made that one up. (laughs) Because both Mecki and I have had numerous reactions to our names. My name is Tammy Leslie. Yes, I have two first names. And prior to getting married, it was Tammy Tullis. So the reactions I usually get are if you've never met me kind of surprised that first of all I'm black. The other reaction I regularly get is what's your name short for? Tammy is short for what?
0: <laughs> and what's your real
1: name? So,
0: you know, that's what I usually get. But at the end of the day you're just Tammy. So it's not really that bad is it? Right. Yummy. Yeah,
1: but Mike, you have the name that most people never get right, right? That. <laughs> These are some of the names Mech has been called since I've known her. Magdalene Mary, which is Mary. Meg, there's a story behind that one one day. Mickey, Meggy, which is a mashup of Meki and Magdalene. This one was made up from her doctor because he didn't know if she was Mecky or Magdalene, so he made up his own name. <laughs> and The most famous one from people of color is Makai, after Makai Pfeiffer. <laughs> so if she says Mecky, they still say Makai. Yeah. And
0: all of these names have a wonderful story. <laughs> That's funny. Like those, yeah, you're right. So many of those have a lot of funny stories at the time. They weren't so funny, but like, we definitely had some good laughs over them. So Mickey, why don't you tell everyone what your birth name is? <laughs> Thanks, Tam. Um, it's so funny. You brought up <laughs> the doctor with me. He's so nervous. He never knows. Is it Becky? Is it Magdalene? <laughs> so it's just, hey, Meg. <laughs> And I just can't correct him now. It's been too many years. Anyways, but thanks again. So, before I get into my birth name, I want to give our listeners some context into why we wanted to do this story. First, to bring it back to Tucker and Kamala, I just want to say that he knows how to pronounce her name. I mean, he's a news broadcaster and she's been on the national stage for a while now. So, he can't be that stupid. Yeah. I think he was purposely being disrespectful and trying to minimize her importance by continuing. To purposely mispronounce her name, and then to say whatever her name is—just crazy (laughs) disrespect, disrespectful—and I think, like, with you know, with Tucker Carlson, it's the whole othering and sort of a dog whistle to his base and to to the people that he supports in the office currently, and like it's just exoticizing her. So it comes across as she's foreign and un-American. So I definitely think he was doing it all intentionally. It's just a bunch of BS. So mispronouncing exotic names—it isn't new as you said earlier, people couldn't even get Mecky right half the time. And you also forgot to mention that I'd also be called Becky. And that was like, pretty hilarious. Um, Obviously, they're not hearing me and they're unfamiliar with the name Mecky. So they just assume it's Becky. That happened to me a few times when we were in South Carolina. And again, I think like after you go a few times after seeing somebody and they keep calling you that name, you lose that like that time frame of being able to correct them. So I was kind of known as Becky in, in one part of uh, South Carolina when <laughs> I would be out be like, hey Becky, <laughs> this is okay. But so Becky's actually a short version of my birth name, which to answer your question, Tam, is Mech My father named me after a fortress. That's a really important part of Ethiopian history. Wow, Mech. You sound so regal. I feel like I should be singing the song from
1: coming to America. You should. I should. She's yeah. your- Yes! <laughs> yeah. But back to the names and ethnicity. I read an article by Dina Gerdman, and it stated that African American and Asian job applicants who mask their names on resumes seem to have better success getting job interviews. And then in the article, it was stated that one Asian applicant only got noticed after subbing in her name for her American nickname. Furthermore, an article in the American Economic Review where the authors of the article were studying race in the labor market. They sent out fictitious resumes to companies looking for employees in Boston and Chicago. To manipulate perceived race, resumes were randomly assigned African-American or white-sounding names. White names received 50% more callbacks for interviews. The racial gap was uniform across occupation, industry, and employer size. I mean, damn it, how'd you get a job? Get it. <laughs> but for real. I remember I first met you and I didn't like you. You, <laughs> you went by the name Magdalene Afrodouki. I mean So <laughs> Ridiculous.
0: <laughs> Ridiculous! Ha ha ha! Very funny, Tammy. tulips. Remember that when I thought that was a burn. <laughs> yeah. You're such a jerk. But seriously though, <laughs> Magdalene was the closest English iteration to Magdalawis. And Funny enough, I do remember going on several interviews where people would ask if Adafris, my last name, was Greek. Oh. So I don't know, maybe that helped me get in the door initially. But my charm and personality and wit got me the job. You're hired. Um also I joke, I don't think I got any of those jobs to be honest. Womp, womp.
1: <laughs> Isn't that crazy though, Meg? I I don't know if I ever told you, but I had a similar experience when I used to go on interviews, you know, especially with my name Tammy Tallis. I, yeah, girl. they would call me in for the interview but then when I got there and then they called me back to go to the actual interview space you know they call your name and they would say Tammy Tullis and I would start to get up and then they would hesitate and they'd be like
0: wait a minute are you Tammy?" yes I'm Tammy I know I, oh, totally I think that it was almost it was expectant right it's right. like you know they don't think you're white <laughs> <laughs> Like do something, minimize yourself but yeah we used to talk about that all the time and and it's funny because I had a bunch of Asian friends growing up in California and mostly Chinese and Vietnamese who all changed their given names to white sounding names. Right. And it's to fit in like it was, this was like, you know, the eighties and I did as well. Like some still go by their American names while others change them back to their birth names like me. Like I used to go by Mary, one of the names that you mentioned. And like, it almost kind of makes me feel sick when I think about that. Cause it wasn't my choice. It was kind of just given to me. And like my parents hated it, especially my father. Like nobody, my cousins would always tease me and be like, "Hi, Mary, Mary," like you know, and, and like oh, like don't call her that, and you know, that's not her name. Money. But it's interesting and kind of crazy that it was just normal to literally to make others feel comfortable and for the person, like for me and my friends who change our names to feel accepted, we literally had to erase our identities. It's crazy. You did, yeah. Yeah. I went to school with a girl. Her name was Tree. Did she change her name?
1: She changed it when we got to high school. Meaning she changed it to like a white... Thing. I remember what she changed it to because I just remember Tree. But she did change it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty common. Definitely around that. Age. Yeah. But I mean, I hear what you're saying. Hey, you even went back to your birth given nickname. And even if people seem taken aback when they see the Tammy that shows up isn't who they expected, I do feel like there's a lot less surprised reactions. Who knows? Maybe it's generational change. So what's the lemonade from all these
0: lemons today? Tam, you know, I agree with you. I think definitely might be a generational change because I think, and, I, and you know, I'm not usually that optimistic about race relations in America, but I have to say, despite the Tucker Carlson's of the world, I think there's definitely a shift in people's perception and acceptance and a real desire to accept that America isn't actually synonymous with whiteness, that we all can coexist as Americans with all our differences in ethnicities, genders, and our quote unquote exotic names. Right. Um, in my circle of friends, for example, we proudly named our American kids Lulit, that's my daughter, Capri, Cairo, Iskundu, my son, who we call Skindu. Soraya, Layla, Lula, Kalei, Cayen, Asha, you know, I'm sure... All these are considered, quote, unquote, exotic to many, but they all have deep, meaningful connections for us. And, and it doesn't mean they're any less American than the Samanthas or the Jennys of the world. So yeah, people are getting used to these names, hopefully. And if they're not, they're going to have to.
1: They will. And, and And it's funny because I remember when we were in college, I thought about changing my name. I thought about changing it to a more Afrocentric name. And my mom... Yeah, my mom and my dad tried to get mad and be like, we gave you that name for a reason. I was named after the babysitter that used to babysit my brother. So I don't know. I mean, still a reason. That's true. Babysitter is important to them. That's true. Right? Well, I I agree with you because America is supposed to be the melting pot. So might as well start melting away some of this racism since it's a melting pot, right? (laughs) I'm
0: putting that on a t-shirt. You sound like kumbaya yoga <laughs> chick. working your inner white woman. Go ahead, girl. <laughs>
1: um,
0: yeah. All right. Well, that's a great way to end it. Um, if you guys if anybody listening has had a similar experience with having your name either pronounced wrong or had to change your name in different iterations, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. You can DM us on Instagram or you can email us at info at foodwithpolitics.com. We'd love to hear from you. All right, y'all. Have a good one. We're out. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoy talking. Do us a favor. And if you like what you heard, spread the word. Woo! And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at foodwithpolitics and subscribe to our podcast.
1: New episodes drop every Wednesday. Talk to you then. Peace.